Welcome back, welcome back. You know, it's the MT Sports Show, and this is our preview of Michigan versus Wisconsin. Um, both teams are in a little bit of a different situation. I mean, they do play each other this weekend, but um, one team has looked pretty dominant. The other one has not looked as dominant. Um, Michigan is coming off a bye week. So is Wisconsin. Wisconsin is coming off a bye week as well, too. Um, but they are looking to play this game, and it, it is going to be a, a pretty good game. It's going to be in Camp, Ran- Camp Randall Stadium. Uh, tough environment to play in, but um, I guess starting off, first things first, um, give me a player that you are looking forward to see from um, either our team um, or a player that you think is going to be an, uh, an important player in this game. Um, start with you, Brian. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to take one of the more obvious answers in Shea Patterson because he has not had a really good – I mean, he's been great throwing the football, but he's put it on the deck uh, more too many times. But Patterson, you know, they had a bye week to really regroup the entire team. I think he's a really important part of the offense. And he's been fine throwing the football. And he's actually had a couple drop touchdowns. He'd have even more passing stats. But I think a lot of people, he definitely has to play better. I don't think that's a argument. But I think a lot of people that are just saying they just need to give McCaffrey the starting jobs. Like, Shea's a good player. You know, he, he can be our guy. And so I'm looking forward to him to bounce back this week. Maybe play with a little bit more confidence. I know if you're nagging an injury, it's hard to play with more confidence. But I like to see the quarterback play with just a tremendous amount of confidence, no matter what his size or stature is. All right, you, you Tyler, go ahead with your uh, what, what player you, you think is uh, someone to watch. I guess. Um, think I think I'm going to go with uh, Charbonnet. I mean, from what he's been doing, you know, the first couple games, you know. Running that offense, you know, when Shea, you know, hasn't been really producing well uh, with, you know, the turnovers and all that, you know, Charbonnet has been like the workhorse, I felt, I feel like for Michigan, I think, you know, as the season progresses, especially in these big matchups with Wisconsin and all that, I think, you know, he's going to continue proving, you know, he, he is the tailback of Michigan going forward, you know, with uh, along with the other mixed backs. So I think, I think. I'm going to go with Charbonnet just to continue proving, you know, why, you know, Michigan was highly recruited on him. Yeah, I, I, I like Charbonnet. I don't know anybody that I've talked to that doesn't like him. And um, Christian Turner, though, has seemed like he sounds like he's redeeming himself in practice. So I don't think you'll see um, any more mishaps from Christian Turner. I think he's a good back, and I don't think they should give up on him because he's – He's good. He just made a mistake. Players make mistakes. You just got to um, redeem yourself. Um, for me, I'm going to say Quintez Cesis from Wisconsin. Um, he um, wasn't with the team, and he returned to the team after some um, allegations of um, certain situation that happened at, at Wisconsin, and he um, is now back with the team. He's been playing pretty well, so um, I think he's a guy to watch, and I think Michigan's definitely going to have to key in on him and make sure that he doesn't um, because, you know, if Jonathan Taylor is getting carries and then um, that opens the, the play-action pass for Cephas and stuff like that. Um, I know, do know that um, with 
with uh, Michigan, though, um, their offense. You know, we talked about the players to watch. Now their offense. Uh, if you if you wanted to put a number on how many times people talk about uh, Michigan's offense, I think it would probably be the number twelve. Except multiply that by probably a hundred, and then um, it would probably still wouldn't even be close to that number. Um, so. Michigan's offense is not where it's at, but um, I was reading an article on Wolverine's Wire by Isaiah Hole, and um, he was quoting a guy that no one really cares for too much in Ann Arbor is Urban Meyer, but uh, Urban Meyer said that um, give this offense some time. It, when Anytime you make a drastic change in an offense, it's going to take time, which, you know, I don't like particularly what Urban Meyer has to say once a time, but I think he's kind of right in this uh, instance. What, what is your take on his uh, comments, I guess? Uh, go ahead, Brian. Like, as many Michigan fans know, or you could even say ex Florida fans, Urban Meyer is a genius at football. He's not the best people person, given all the allegations that have followed with his teams and how he's had to leave schools and come back and however many you say it, but when it comes to football, the man does his stuff, and I know some Michigan fans don't kind of want to listen to it, like, oh, why would we listen to Urban Liar? But, you know, he's ran a very successful spread offense for the entirety of his career, pretty much. And so, I, I'm just, to me, it kind of, it's, it's odd that something that Michigan fans have wanted for years and years and years in a spread offense and now it hasn't looked the best. We're like we know that they they've shown the speed and space in moments, but not at the entire game. You know, Middle Tennessee that was like a preseason game. They closed the playbook at halftime. The Army game they had to change the game plan so they could run out the clock, stop Army. You know what? However you may think of that, that's what's been off the record. It's been on the record. That's what they decided to do. That's what Oklahoma did last year to beat barely beat Army in overtime, but, you know, they need to give the offense some time, and I I think that the offense will work. It's just, he said, I think, at the beginning of the season that it may take four or five weeks to get in, and I know I was thinking, like, ah, you know, it's, it's not going to be that difficult, but, you know, we've seen mm-hmm. some of the kinks of it now. They've had a bye week, so don't give up on the offense just because you've had some close games, but, you know, you got to, like, stay the course. It's, it's not like it's been a dumpster fire. It's not like it's been Michigan State's offense where mm. the two times that mm. they played, you know, they played a legit team. I mean, well, I mean, Arizona State's right now, but their offense has struggled. And you can see some, some bright spots, but they turn the ball over. If you don't turn the ball over, what happens? Do they get down the field? So, you know, mm. as much as I don't like to say it, I 100% agree with Urban Meyer. Yeah, I mean, I hate to quote Urban Meyer, but I mean, I guess Tyler, you probably, what's your uh, take on his um, his comments about Michigan's offense? Because he seems like a lot of articles I see, it's him talking about Michigan, which, um, you know what they say, um, if you're you know, doing something right, they're usually talking about you. So, um, you know, Michigan's doing something right with changing their offense. So. Yeah, no, and, you know, I liked all, you know, I liked all the points that, you know, Brian made, you know, I do agree with Urban Meyer. I mean, when you make 
a drastic change with you know with any you know coaching you know especially the offensive offense or defense you know it's it's going to come down to you know execution you know the different different lingo and you know uh, languages you know that these players have to get accustomed to you know you know since uh, since uh, Jim Harbaugh's been there you know they've been trying to run you know the pro style and you know uh, Jim Harbaugh has that you know that Big Ten mentality you know he he wants to pound the ball you know use these tight ends and all that but you know the game has evolved to now this you know this speed and space or like this spread offense you know Oklahoma's run it effectively you know Oregon ran it when they had uh, Chip Kelly and they still run it with you know Mario Cristobal and you know USC's running it you know Bama's running it while getting those you know these high prolific players you know in Michigan I feel like it's maybe a year was a year or two behind you know this whole new offense because they, they were still trying to run you know the hardball offense but now that they bring in you know Josh Gaddis who's coached under you know Nick Saban you know obviously from his time working with the receivers at Penn State and Vanderbilt you know he's trying to implement that offense that you know has changed the game to what college football is now yeah it's I mean, you don't just automatically step into a day one job. And um, even we saw some of the laps in execution when Steve Sarkeesian was the office coordinator two years ago in the national championship game where they absolutely just like didn't know what they were doing and they just, mm-hmm. um, they lost that game. Um, not against uh, not against Clemson, but a few years ago where Clemson won the national championship for the first time. Um, you just saw their offense was like, oh, just what happened there? So, um, it, it, and I understand, exactly. you know, if you have the if you if you have the players is if you don't have the players is one thing, and you and you have an offense like yeah. look at UCLA. UCLA does not have the players. You know, Dorian Thompson Robinson and Devin Yassi You need more than two players. Um, it it doesn't, it's just not going to work. Um, mm-hmm. You just you need the players to do that. And that's what I think is Alabama and Oklahoma and these programs are successful because. They have the players, and if one player goes down, they have another player that can automatically step in. Um, now, with we're past the army thing, we're, we're past that. Now we're going to see a lot about. We're going to figure out where this Michigan team is very early on this year, and it's going to be yeah. against Wisconsin. So um, Wisconsin is they are 110 and 0. They have not a lot of points in the first two games. Um, Jonathan Taylor is the first player to have um, four touchdowns from scrimmage in the first four games since 2011, so that's impressive, um, which, yeah, that, that doesn't happen. Jonathan Taylor's a, is a good player, and um, Michigan, it seems like he's been there forever, and it's like every year we talk about, oh, Michigan needs to contain Jonathan Taylor. Well, I mean, it, they do, and uh, I think they, for the most part, have contained him. I don't, he's been hovering on that 100-yard rushing yard, yard mark for each game or each time they meet which is not bad um i do though think he's an important player for them to watch to to contain but um again michigan's offense it is going to be a drastic change it was and if you have the players that do it um you don't you don't necessarily need to get the ball quick but when the offensive line is sort of kind of not in limbo but if it's you know working out some different things you do need to get the ball out quick, and that that doesn't necessarily help 
when you're trying to implement a brand new offense. You know what I mean? Um, you don't you want to get the ball to your playmakers, but sometimes there's not enough time. Um, it just rushes things, and that's when turnovers happen, which we saw and we've seen a lot. So, um, yeah, we're going to figure out a lot about this team, team on, on Saturday at <clears throat> Camp Randall Stadium against Wisconsin. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that I just think that. Go go ahead, Tyler. I was just going to say, you know, you brought up, you know, it seems like every year, you know, we're talking about, you know, uh, Jonathan Taylor and all that, which is true. But, you know, it's just, you know, that's how Wisconsin is. It just seems like, you know, every every year they have like at least two or three running backs that, you know, will fill that role, you know, from a Melvin Gordon to like a Ron, you know, Ron Dane to like, you know, obviously Jonathan Taylor now, you know. Well, you're going way back. back. You're going, you're going way back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about. That. I mean, that's how. I mean, that's how. I would, you know, how I would have said Monte. I would have said Monte Ball, if anything. But Monte Ball, you know, these yeah. these third string running backs that you know they just pound you with. You know, even after they, you know, after they're a starter, you know, either gets drafted and all that. So you know, they recruit well at the running back position as well. Now, um, Brian, um, you know, have anything to add? I would like to talk about maybe some of the because Wisconsin is dealing with. Some injuries, so is Michigan is kind of too. Um, so, you know, Michigan, I would expect to get John Running Jr. back. I would, I mean, I would imagine that because I didn't, think, I didn't think his injury was that, you know, bad to begin no, with. So, yeah. I think they'll get him back. And then, um, Donovan Peoples Jones is still up in the air right now. If I had to put a um, probability of him playing, I don't think he plays. Um, but, um, that's just me for right now. Um, Wisconsin, though, um, you know they, they're out with Scotty Nelson. They're starting safety. We remember him from uh, last year's game. He was pretty he played, performed pretty well in that game. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, Wisconsin's offensive line is looks look it's moved around a lot too. So Michigan could take advantage of that um, and get back to the way they want to play on the defense side of the ball. Um, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a really, really uh, fast and uh, you know game. I think. Uh, I think that for Wisconsin, it's it's definitely impressive when you're putting up 110 points in the first two weeks and then you don't allow a single point. But realistically, right. who are they playing? That it's like a daunting task. Like uh, Central or South Florida, excuse me. Yeah, you know, they want a. I believe a six or seven game losing streak from dating the last mm. season going into that game. Uh, Central, Central Michigan, Michigan from last too. year, they won one game from last year. I know Jim McElwain's doing there, and they've won, I believe, two games now this year. But, you know, you expect Wisconsin to beat up on teams like that. That's kind of what they do every year. And I'm not saying that they're a total pushover, but they really haven't been tested. And right. I think. Michigan's defense, even though the defensive line has been kind of up and down the first two weeks, they're finally going to be in their base defense, what Don Brown mm-hmm. loves having. They've had to make hybrid defenses for the past two offenses with um, Middle Tennessee being really a quick spread and then Army being that unique triple option. But with the fact that they have four new offensive linemen except for I think one of the better centers in all in the country. 
they have a returning center, but the rest of them, guys, I mean, they're new, and this is the first Big Ten play. And, you know, can Michigan get home? Because as far as Jack Cohn goes, is he really that much of an upgrade to Alex Hornibrook? We all know Jonathan mm. Taylor's a beast. He's going to be a beast, but, you know, has Jack Cohn really shown enough to say that he's a much better you know, much better player than Hornibrook because I'm, I'm not really questioning Hornibrook at all. Are you? He did transfer to Florida State. That's that's uh, going to a big time program. But and also the sarcasm in my voice is high. So continue. <laughs> I mean, not to discredit Cohen. I mean, he has a 400 yard game last week or the week before excuse me against central michigan and so it i'm trying to think of the game from last year to this year what's the major difference besides michigan has a whole new offense and then michigan does not have a few key players on defense but for the most part except for a few really uh weird or boneheaded penalties the michigan defense has been fine they limited army to their lowest total rushing total, which is their bread and butter, uh, to 200 yards, and that was the lowest total since 2016, I think. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. I mean, it it was... They've been able to adapt, and so I understand that it was really discouraging to see the offensive performance against Army because of all the turnovers, and they had to change the game plan, so they were running up the middle, and everybody was freaking out about that, but... You know, it's not like Michigan's going to go in there and get blown out by Alabama. You know, this, right? It's, it's, it's a, a different complexion of the game. Yeah, it's different it's, between that. I understand. Jack Cohn is is a good player, and and we're we're not he's just we're not discrediting him at all. And I see what you're saying, what you're getting at, and uh, hitting the nail on the head. We we understand that. I feel like Kyle understands that too. You know, Cohn is a good player, but you know. The, those two games were good for him to get his, you know, feet wet in the college game. I think him, and it's going to help him go into that Michigan game feeling confident. But the second that he's rattled for a second is where Michigan can subwell in the water and, 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 you know, get after him, um, which would, would be good. Um, and then if that's the case, then you see if he struggles, then you see another case of more inexperience. If you bring in Graham Mertz, a true freshman, that has no experience whatsoever and it's like trying to put him and then you know but Michigan needs to get back to where they played um and the one biggest thing for me and that's always been for me Michigan does not get the talented players that they recruit in quick enough like Alabama and other other programs do granted they recruit differently but still um Tyler your thoughts on what you know the discussion me and Brian are I thought on what Brian had said about um, Michigan's Michigan's defense. Um, they do to get will get Josh Ross back and Donovan mm-hmm. Cheater, but I think Dwan Four will be out for this game. Um, so maybe get him back midseason or um, maybe preserve another season for Dwan Four. So yeah, um, and you know to touch off you know what Brian said, you know um, yeah, you know uh, once you know. Not to discredit, you know, Jack Cohen and all that, you know, obviously he's, he has a face, you know, stiff, 
defenses like Michigan like he's going to this Saturday. Um, but, you know, I feel like, you know, Michigan, you know, stops Jonathan Taylor and they make Jack Cohen, you know, feel the pocket and, you know, uh, make him pass against this defense. And, you know, if they get to him, then, you know, get him rattled and all that, then, you know, obviously, you know, Michigan's in good position with that game. And to, to us, to uh, credit your comment, Matt, Mike, about, you know, Michigan getting all these talented players and not getting them in there, like, you know, Alabama and all that. Um, you know, I would love to see, you know, Jim Har- Jim Harbaugh do that with with the players and all that, but I just feel like, you know, I feel like Michigan, you know, it's, it's kind of stacked in, like, all these positions, and, you know, it's kind of, I feel like there's really no room unless, you know, you work your ass off in the uh, training camp and all that, you know, spring ball and all that to get out there, but I just feel like, you know, Maybe try getting these talent, you know, these highly recruited players out there, and see what they can do. But you know, not not all programs are the same, like a Clemson or like an Alabama, when it comes to hmm. throwing out two freshmen out there. Well, if you want a true statement, Shea Patterson just updates. True statement. Thinks Michigan is going to make it. Statement, statement versus Wisconsin on Saturday. Mm-hmm. A statement versus Wisconsin on Saturday. Shea Patterson's words um, via Angelique Tangelis um, thinks that Michigan's going to make a statement against Wisconsin. Hey, you make statements, you make statements in games. Your comments before games better translate two games and, and, and make a statement. Mm-hmm. So, again, you're playing on the road, too, and, and, and playing, playing in an environment oh, yeah. like uh, Camp Randall is, is definitely not easy and as impressive as Wisconsin has looked they have looked impressive um you know I don't know if I'm ready to say that Wisconsin's gonna look as impressive against Michigan as they against their first two opponents because which that be um might be pushing the envelope a little bit but um it's gonna be a good game um on Saturday um that is for sure um mm-hmm. so but Shea Patterson makes a statement. Um, what's your thoughts on Chip Patterson, um, I guess, making the statement that he, he did? Um, thoughts, Brian? Um, I think that it's just kind of fire up the team because uh, they've really mm-hmm. just gotten hammered from national, local. Everybody's been saying that they're terrible and basically writing them off. And you talk about being on the road. And now, Shea Patterson, last season in a five-game stretch that included Notre Dame, Northwestern, Ohio State, and Michigan State and Rutgers, Patterson had a 62 completion percentage, uh, 1,082 yards, eight touchdowns, two interceptions to a 143.1 passer rating in that five-game stretch. So even though, you know, Michigan as a whole, you know, they kind of struggle on the road, Patterson has been, he's been good. And so... I think it's just to fire up the team. Uh, I don't think that's kind of saying like, yeah, we're going to make a big statement. We're going to blow them out. I think he's saying that everybody that's written us off, even our own fan base, you know, we're going to show you what we've been working on. We're going to show you the speed and space, and we're going to put it together to get the job done. Agreed. Tyler? Totally agree. Uh, I like, you know, I saw that break across my phone as well. But um, I like what Shea's doing there. You know, he obviously, you know, I feel like what Brian said, you know, he's firing up the team. You know, everyone's been saying, you know, Michigan 
you know, they've been talking about the speed in space, and you know, it, yet their offense has yet to do anything. You know, their defense has lost a step. Don Brown has lost a step, and all that. I just think Shea, Shea is, you know, doing that fire up the team. But um, like you said, Mike, you know, uh, statements like that, you know, has to execute on the on the field. Like you can't you can't say that and then you know come out and like play a dud. Like if you're gonna make a statement, you know, prove it on the field and all that. You know, back. Back that, back the talk up and all that, and prove you know you mean what you said. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be that that person that's just very unsure about this Michigan team. I still kind of am unsure about this Michigan team or where it could go um, until they actually do it because I, I know they can do what they what they this offense is needed to do or what it what it's designed to do. But when Shea Patterson, your starting quarterback, comes out and says, hey, we're going to make a statement on the road against the top, I guess, you know, their 13th ranked, I think, the top, almost top 10 team, top ranked team in the country, and we're going to make a statement. Now, that's a guy that's just confident. So you like to have that in your quarterback. Now, he's got to be confident in doing that, which is maybe that, like you said, uh... Brian said that, you know, that might fire the guys up and things like that, which um, they'll have to play like that. Um, and well, like I said, we will see, we'll figure out a lot about where this team is at uh, come Saturday. Um, in a game, I probably won't get to see the first half, but I probably will catch the end of the second half of the game. So, um, yes, it, um, it it's going to be a good one, these two teams. Um, and last year, Michigan won against Wisconsin at the Big House. Two years ago, Michigan lost 24-10 at Camp Randall in a game where um, Michigan could have very well won that game, a game where Brandon Peters got hurt and left, I believe. And um, Michigan looked like they are going to win that game. And then the, the, I think it was flipped around in that game. It was the Diamond People's Jones touchdown got called back. Uh, which should have been a touchdown, and it just the complexion of that game got flipped in many different ways. And Michigan uh, season was, yeah, was in a limbo that year. So, mm-hmm. um, but um, let's get to our score predictions of this game, and we'll end it. Um, we'll end it with that. Um, I would do like to mention though, uh, Wisconsin maybe playing. Um, without their uh, starting outside linebacker, Isaiah Green May. So he might be out as well, along with Scotty Nelson. So that's uh, something to take, take uh, to watch for as well. So, um, But let's get to our score predictions. Um, let's start. Go ahead, Brian. Start with you. What's your score prediction? Um, I think this is going to be a close game. But I think if Michigan puts it all together, I think they can end up kind of – I think of this like – the last year's Michigan State game where it's a game you know Jim Harbaugh Michigan they need to win this football game because despite the ranking and the starts however you want to put that you know Michigan has a better more talented team across the board really to Wisconsin and so they they really need to win this game I'm thinking either 31-17 or 28-17 Wolverines win Okay, um, I do believe Wisconsin is a three-point favorite um, in this game. I think the spread is 
three, I believe. Not the spread, but like the the what? Yeah, the spread. Uh, Wisconsin's favored by three, I believe. I don't quote me on that. I don't know if anybody has that updated numbers. If might have changed. I do. I thought it was three and a half. Three and a half, and then the, the over and under is forty-three and a half. So um, for the game. So Tyler, what is your score predictions? Uh, I think. Uh, I think I'm going to go my score prediction. I think, you know, I'm going to go with, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think it's going to be 30 to 23. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to watch the game. I'm going to try to. I'm going to mm-hmm. a tailgate party for the UT game this weekend. So, um, nice. but I'm, I'm going to uh, pick Michigan 30 to 23. So mm-hmm. basically right, right so over 43. Okay, so you would be around that time. Uh, for me, um, I am I'm, I wavered on this pick quite a quite a bit throughout the week, and I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, I've been thinking about this pick a lot. I just it's been kind of here. I was with this pick, and then this pick. Um, and my, I'm gonna go with Michigan, but I'm not confident on on the pick. Um, and whatever, hey, what's my background noise? I can't even think straight. Put to it. Over on the other end. Can, Brian, can you turn mute that or? Oh, sorry about that. No, you're good. Is that better? Um. No, you're good. Yeah, just just we were almost done with that. So, um, I like I said, I wavered with between the picks, and uh, um, I am gonna go with Michigan, um, but um, wouldn't be shocked if Wisconsin wins because I had Wisconsin. I picked Wisconsin in the middle of the beginning of the week, uh, after like almost after the Army game in the middle of the week of the bye week. Um, and I had Wisconsin. I'm like, I thought Wisconsin was gonna win. Um, and but I think Michigan will come out and they'll win this game. It'll be Michigan. I'm going to go with Michigan. Um, 30 to Wisconsin's 20. I don't know why, but I think Michigan will win by that score. Um, again, I, I wavered back and forth with this pick. Um, and I thought Wisconsin would win at first. Um, and I, you don't, don't usually pick against Michigan. Um, everyone knows that. but um, So I am going to go with Michigan, but um, I... Not too confident with that pick. I I, I just don't know. I, I, I because I don't know if Michigan was going to get to their get into their offense, and it's not easy for them to do that when you're making a big change. But um, I don't know if they they will, and they they certainly have the players to do it. Um, but we'll see. The first couple minutes of this game, I think, is going to set the set the tone for how they get, the rest of the game will go. In my opinion, um, you know, Wisconsin's played with injuries in the past in this this game, and they, they've won, but. I do feel like Michigan's could be two and zero in the last two meetings between these two teams, um, and they could be in Michigan's favor because of the twenty fifteen matchup where um, could have went into Michigan's favor. But um, yes, I'm going to go with Michigan, but um, it not definitely not not confident in that pick. Um, that's for sure. Um, but. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll definitely see what happens. It's going to be a, a terrific game on Saturday. Um, Brian probably is watching the game, I would imagine. 
Yes, sir. Gonna be okay. Sitting, watching the game. Hopefully, hopefully, it'll be, hopefully it's a hopefully it's a good time delay. for the Wolverines. <laughs> hopefully, it's a, hopefully it's a rain delay the first. Hopefully it's a rain delay for the first hour or two, and then I can watch the full game. <laughs> but, um, no, no worries. Um, I last thing I do work in. I just got a new position in. I work in not not East Lansing, but like I'll, like as you're entering East Lansing, it's like on the outskirts of East Lansing, and you know we have a lot of students coming in and stuff like that, and like. Um, you know, I, I let folks find a lot of students or a lot of, you know, like coworkers <laughs> on Saturday. I'm like, you know, I, I, I may be new at the position, but at least I can count to 12. Um, <laughs> I, I, a lot of people were like, they're like, I hated watching the game on Saturday and just, it was like, <laughs> it was funny to, to poke fun and have, have fun and, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, like one of the coworkers was saying, like, uh, you know, yeah, we beat beat Western like before this past past game, before this this weekend when they beat Western. The coworker was like, yeah, but he goes to MSU and he's like, yeah, they, they Michigan State beat Western and yeah, they looked really good. I'm like, yeah, but that was Western, and he's like, yeah, that's true. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and you see what happened against Arizona State. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Definitely different get different uh, games, but um, anyways, um, should be a should be a good one. Um, well, hopefully, I'll watch the second half of it, but I won't get to watch the first uh, first half of it. I'll probably be on my phone checking the score, or the updates. But um, but mm-hmm. the next two game, the next two games, I will be watching next weekend, and then then the Iowa game, I'll be watching those next two games for. Uh, so no. Uh, Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do, guys. So, and uh, things happen. So, um, but that is going to do it for us. Um, uh, the bye week allowed us to get back together and and, and or get reset and uh, uh, able for able us to uh, record this episode and uh, get it out to you. So I'm glad that we were able to get on here and record. Um, any last marks, rec- uh, closing remarks you guys want to add? Um, I, I don't think so. I hope that I hope the offense takes a step that they've been talking about. I've heard players talking about it's been good getting live ac- actual game reps. Uh, hopefully, Josh Gass learned a whole lot from those games, and they can all put it together, and we can put this uh, BS narrative behind us. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I think I honestly always think that there will always be a narrative about Michigan football, whether they win the game, the game on the road or not. Um, but it's uh, it, it's just that's always said by a lot of people that don't necessarily uh, root for Michigan. But um, right. I guess with that being said, we'll see it on 12 Eastern time on Fox this Saturday, uh, Camp Randall Stadium, Michigan 11th ranked. Michigan, I believe, and 13th yes. ranked Wisconsin. Um, that is going to do it for us. We'll we'll see you guys next week. Do uh, you guys want to do an episode for the Rutgers game? Uh, uh, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll try to do maybe a short preview. So, uh, <laughs> with that being said, um, go blue. Go blue.